So it's your boy, One Take No Chaser, man. I got a special, special episode, special edition, bonus episode for y'all, man. I, it's, it's not very often where I get approached and people are like, listen, I got to share my story, man. But today I'm here with the good folks, man. I'm going to introduce them, you know, one by one. And I'm going to give them a whole lot of latitude to speak about who they are and what they do and why we're here. But with that being said, I want to say first, welcome to my man, Justin Jackson. Um, yeah, brother, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, man, Thank listen, every day above ground is a better day for me, man. And so talk, right. talk to me a little bit, brother. How you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just thankful, man. You know, I woke up this morning, you know, uh, I ate good. You know what I mean? I'm breathing. I got life in me, man. And I'm, yes. I'm kind of living, living a dream here, man. Yes, I'm li- living a dream. So, yes, sir. I mean, I'm, blessed. I'm blessed. And you accompanied by your by your publisher, Elizabeth Roberts. Elizabeth, how you doing today? Good sis. I'm I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Hey, uh, again, like like I'm gonna take exactly what Justin just said. I ate good today. I'm doing all right, man. I got yeah. my drink in my cup. I'm here with y'all, so it's gonna be a good day. So we're gonna make this thing work. So again, this is one take no chaser. And you know, first, you know, cups of the air, salute to y'all. Let's get this <laughs> thing started. Um, so again very very transparently right like oftentimes i go looking for people to have conversations about different conversations but this one intrigues me like i, I you know i'm i'm in the space of inquiry like you know as a former uh pet owner like you know when your pet be confused like pet looking you no know, going around sniffing like what's going on yeah. here who's this person i'm in that space right now <laughs> and, and i find myself um intrigued by this conversation so when i was approached i say to myself like well here's a brother who has a story to tell and not only does he have a story to tell but he got a book to back it up so that's that counts for a lot right so first thing shout to you brother for even putting something on on, on prose putting something in prose i should say because oftentimes you know everybody who i know right. speaks about y'all want to write a book one day man i can write a book about my life but very few people actually have the discipline to sit down and be like, you know what, let me put this thing together. And I know what a good publisher, that's how you make this thing work. A publisher is your right hand. A publisher is your yeah. best friend. A publisher is your worst enemy. A publisher is your critic. So Justin, speak to mm-hmm. me, brother, about who you are and what you put together. And feel free, man, the floor is yours, brother. All right. Um, well, again, my name is Justin Jackson. Uh, born and raised. I'm from Newark, New Jersey. Uh, grew up between Newark and East Orange. Um, I'm just going to get right to it, man. I'm going to get right in. Um, I always had this dream to write, bro. I always had a dream to write. Uh, I never really knew what, I, what it was that I would write about. Um, I knew I wanted it to be something purposeful, something meaningful to me. You know what I mean? Um, something that stuck with me, you know, uh, from, from a very early age is the fact that my father left. You know, he left us, you know, and... Um, me becoming a father myself, some of the adversities that, you know, I went through and still go through, you know, 2017, like I said, I always had this dream since I was young. 2017, it became clear that this is what I needed to write about. I felt like God was talking to me, you know, like this is something that you need to write about. So, you know, the name of the book is called The Father's Plight. It's a memoir about the adversities that we face as men and fathers that we don't always talk about, man. You know, we go through things and us as men, you know, we internalize a lot. We don't talk about, you know, our struggles and, and things that we go through, man, like any of it, you know, <laughs> we think internalizing is better. And uh, like I said, like, I just felt like I needed to tell or you know, a story. Um, um, women was being talked about in this book, 
you know, I felt like it was my purpose, man. They say when you find your, uh, when you find your womb, man, you find your purpose. And I really felt like I found my purpose in writing this book. And it was hard, you know, it was, it was, it was a, a hard task. It took me three years to uh, complete it. Um, but there was a lot of things that went on in those three years that kind of like, you know, hampered me at times, you know what I mean? But uh, I knew I wasn't going to stop until I, I finished writing, you know, this book. And there's more coming. There's two more books coming in the series. I, th I think you spoke about, I think you spoke about the most important thing around like the, the process, right? Three years to take to do anything. In 2021, yeah. man, it's so difficult for people to be patient, right? Like the yeah. patience, like the patience that you need to have in order for you to understand it ain't going to be the best thing that you ever going to put out on your first go round. And, uh, and, 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 the, and the discipline you need to have in order to stick to, you know, the original premise of where you were and why it is that you're doing what you do man it's such a it's such a powerful thing for me to hear a brother talk about the process because we are such especially as a man and let me know brother if i'm saying something that doesn't job with you but like the process about yo i need it now yo one take no chaser i do my episodes and yeah. usually i release them the same day because i don't trust tomorrow i don't know tomorrow i know today so for me, it makes it easier for me to just go go for it, do it now, and not really trust the process because I just want people to hear what I had to say without being refined. I want people to understand how I feel in my most <laughs> vulnerable, in my most guttural, my most, you know, for, you know, like just the moments that I'm in right now, it means a lot. So when you speak about this book and how difficult it was, and yep. you, you said something that was seminal in your life, right, around being left as a child and then also how that affected you as a father so i'm gonna need for you to go a little bit deeper with me brother go ahead and talk to me more about what your book is about like get into the weeds for me if you can well, i'm gonna get into the weeds man my daughter had to be moved for reasons that were out of my control you know as much as i fought for my daughter the right way going to court going to court going to court you know what i'm saying like everything fell on deaf ears and it was some real stuff going on you know, with my daughter's mother. You know what I'm saying? There was some real stuff going on. You know, she was afraid, you know, and my daughter at the time, she was only five years old, you know, like we, we wound up breaking up and she got herself into a situation that wasn't really the best fit for her. You understand? It was bad. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to court to try to get custody of my child. You know what I mean? And it was just falling on that fears. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to find it within Myself to let my daughter leave, you know, because it got so bad that her mother came to me and told me that she wanted to leave. She wanted to move because she didn't feel safe. You understand? And um, I had to find it within myself to let my daughter leave. You know what I'm saying? Because again, everything just kept felt falling on deaf ears. So I don't know what's going to happen, you know, in any given situation. So, you know, for her safety, I let her go. You know, but again, I had to find it within myself to let her do that. But I also had to find it within myself. Maintaining shit, unlike my father did when he left. You understand? Let me so it's definitely, it's, it's a story of adversity. It's a story of, a, of, of a, um, perseverance and redemption, man. It's a different type of redemption story. Let me let me ask you a question, brother. And again, so like one thing about one take, I like to do like probing questions because it's interesting. It's, it's, it's perfect yep. for me to ask certain questions. And if I ask a question that is not where you at, hey, 
brother, I'm not there for you right now. And, and that's more than fine. So let me give you some context, if you don't mind. I my father's my best friend. A lot of people can't say that. My father's my best friend, right? Yeah. My father is a man who did not know who his father was mm -hmm. until he turned 65 years old. Mm -hmm. Right? My father, wow. my grandmother wouldn't speak on it. Yeah. He ain't here. You don't know. You don't need to know. Old school black American shit, right? Like I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't gonna say too much with you. It is what it is. He ain't here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm your mother. I'm your father. I'm everything that you need to understand. And when my father finally was able to get the keys to unlock the, you know, the puzzle that he was grappling with as a man. Now you talking about a man who raised two sons, myself and my brother, and raised us well, right? You know, raised yep. us to be, you know, try to be the best man we could be. Uh, raised us to be the most, uh, you know, upstanding, you know, but I, not, we got flaws, all the flaws, all the flaws. Trust me on this one. Once I got all the flaws and I hate the third person myself, but the man, your man got all the flaws, bro. But my pops made it his business to try to make sure that we had every opportunity, everything. But when I spoke to him about how it felt to finally find out who his pops was, mm -hmm. he was happy because he found out a couple of things. He found out who his father was, found out he had siblings in the world, found out all these things, but he also found out who his father was, right? You find out who your father is, and then you find out who your father is. Yep. And, 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 that could be a, and that could be a tough pill to swallow. Um, have you had an opportunity? Is it, a, is it an opportunity for you to actually speak to your birth father? Is that, is that still something that's doable for you? It's definitely doable. We actually speak now, you know what I'm saying? But not not as much. It's still some like, like uh, I've tried this from other for years. You understand? For years, you know. Um, even the questions I ask my mother to this day, you know, I feel like, you know, they don't. I don't. I don't really get the answers I really like need. You know what I'm saying? Or or like the the the, the real like truth. I know. There's three sides to every story, man. You got her side, you got his side, then somewhere in the middle there's the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you know, in this series, it's more to come. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, me and my father, we talk not a lot. You know what I'm saying? And when we do talk, it's a little awkwardness there. It's a little awkwardness. You there? All right, brother, I'm here. Hey, keep going, brother. It's, it's a little awkwardness there, but, um, I mean, we definitely, I'm not going to say we're on the right track because like when I try to get the answers that, that I need from my father, like I really don't, you know what I'm saying? But I, I I'm not going to stop until I do, if that answers your question. It does. More to come I, in this series. It, it does. It does. I think, I think so, you know, as men, we get forced into being resolute about a lot, if that makes any sense, right? We get forced into being decisive, make your decision, feel how you feel about, yo, I like Nas and I prefer listening to Nas over Jay-Z. I like Popeyes, I prefer Popeyes over KFC. I like Cardi B, I may be all right with fucking Medestalia. Like whatever, we have to make decisions. This is what happens in a barbershop. <laughs> This is what happens in grown man conversations. We have to make a decision because if you can't make a decision, you know how it goes. Yeah, people will make a decision for you. You know how this goes. But when you speak to yep. when you speak to 
a, a, a grown man who had to make decisions you, nine times out of 10 in their youth before they had an understanding of where it is that they were going to go and what it is that who, who it is that they were. You often find that the men who are our elders still don't have answers for you yeah. because they like, hey, 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 what happened with you and mom? I don't know, son. Like, I, 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 I don't, I, hey, I ain't got it. For I've you. gotten some truths from my father, like, you know, things that I've heard that I didn't want to believe that, you know, uh, you know, my father told my mom that, you know, we just didn't fit his lifestyle anymore. He wanted a perfect family. We weren't it, you know, type stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's some truth to what my mother's saying, but I would like to sit down and, you know what I mean? Like, like shoot the breeze with this guy. And we had our opportunities to do that. You know, he came up here, you know, when he moved, he moved to Cali, then he moved to, uh, to, to Texas. And he came here first time in like maybe 16 years. And, um, Man, I was so excited, man. My brother had this big house, big yard. We had two grills. You know, I had given my brother my, my grill. And I'm also a chef, man. You know what I'm saying? So we'd be like heavy. You know what I'm saying? So we, um, you know, we told my dad, like, get some sand. We go, chill. Like, let's sit down and talk. And I'm a cigar smoker, man. So I said, you're going to have a cigar with me, too. You know what I mean? I'm excited, man. And my dad, like, he gave us like an hour and dip. Mm. You know what I'm saying his wife, his wife was there, his new wife, and man, she pulling him into the corner and talking to him away from us, like just whispering and, and stuff like that, man. So, you know, it hurt. Like I, w- I think at that time I might have been I'm 39, I might have been like 37, bro. But I, I felt like a little kid, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I did when I was a kid. Like, it, it hurt. I just like, 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 where you going, man? You know, like we trying to build what? this thing here. Like you, you ready? You ready to do what? Man was told we need to do when shit ain't right. You got two options. We're gonna fight it out or we're gonna talk it out. This is how this goes. Right? And so I'm here talking it out with you. I invited you to my to my comfort zone. I'm trying to do these things with you. And yet you got somebody whispering in your ear on the side. But you know what? Before we go any further than that one, let me let me pay respect to other people in the room. When you write a book, you gotta have somebody who's your right hand. I understand that, right? Like I went to school for journalism. Listen, they would tell me, write it. I got the editor who's gonna take care of it for you. Don't worry about that. Like, and so when you're writing a book, your publisher is that person. I mean, your publisher will also bring to you the people who are gonna get you right. But you found somebody in Elizabeth Roberts who is allowing you to kind of, you know, flourish in your space. So let me let me yield the mic to the young lady. And again, young lady, I do appreciate you because I didn't lead with you. My man is my mother was alive. She smacked my hand right now. I'm like, brother, you know better than that. So let me let me let me let me pay you your respect. Good sister. Talk to me about your your space in this process and who you are and what you do. Well, my name is Elizabeth Roberts. I am the owner of Ariat Justice Media Group, LLC. Um, it was previously Ariat Justice Books, but when 2021 came around, I said I wanted to kind of like rebrand myself because I'm more than just books. I started doing media. Like I have book trailers that look like movies. Like they're taking off because they look so good. And so I said, why not turn myself into a media company? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm much bigger than just books. I don't want to be put into a box. Um, so I started uh, my publishing company um, within like a week of starting the publishing company. I was doing Essence Festival. I got a booth at Essence Festival, picked up a celebrity author. She's on Love and Hip Hop. So I started with her. Then I just started picking up authors after that. And then um, one of my authors, Shantae, she was one of my, she was my second author. Shantae been my ride or die. 
she has a book out called Not Mine to Keep. And she actually went to, I believe, elementary school with Justin. And um, she introduced me to him. So that's how I kind of yep. got into this. Yep this process. So I want to say shout out to Shantae and she's an amazing writer and get not mine to keep as well. Um, so yeah, that's how I met Justin. And when he told me his story, I was like, I have to, I have to pick up on this because it's so raw. It's so real. And he's talking about stuff that, you know, most men, like he said, internalizes and don't want to talk about. So I knew it was something that I had to jump on, especially coming from um, not having my father around. I was like, um, the book has personally helped me, and I know it's going to help not only men, but also women as well. So it was definitely something I needed to be a part of. <laughs> so that's that's what's up. So like, so thinking about how when, when he told you his story, right, because I'm sure <laughs> as, a, as a publisher and as somebody who kind of has to meet people and listen to them talk about how they can be uh, an asset to you and how you could be an asset to them, when you heard Justin talk, what was the thing that had you like, yeah, nah, th I, th th this is a thing? The um, passion in his voice. I'm sure you could tell. Um, and I hear a lot of people say that about him. It's the passion in his voice. Um, like you said, you brought up a great point. Um, how a lot of people say they want to write a book about their life and they never get around to it. But I could tell that he was serious. So that was one thing that definitely stood out because you have a lot of people this is one of the reasons why I don't like Clubhouse because you have a lot of people that do a lot of talking and no action. But I mean, when I say we've been putting the gas, the foot on the pedal, like we've been going and going and going and every day we go harder. So that's that. That's what stood out to me. So you want to do this Clubhouse? So I ain't want to do this, but since you put it up, since you put it up, how you feel about Clubhouse? Justin, how you feel about Clubhouse, brother? We can talk about it. You know, so hold up, before hold up, before you go any further, brother, let me just do this one thing for me. I, I, so my thing about my thing about talking about certain things is if we're not eating off of it, okay. I'm, I'm gonna pay it a certain amount of attention, right? Like if if if, if you eat off of it, you're gonna pay it all your attention. But just the general consensus of our clubhouse. Go ahead, Justin, what you think? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, when it first when we first started. Like, I, I think, honestly, now, like, it's a waste. Like, you could give it, like, a good week. You know what I'm saying? But when, me, when I say me and Liz, because we're trying to push, like, certain projects. Like, I know I want to push my project, this book. Push it to film, you know? Love to see the dad movie. So we're in, like, room. From... And like a pitch, you know? And then when I would get, they say, okay, get in my inbox. I mean, I, I think your story's good. You, we get in a, in, in a DM and it'll be a different story. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like like it's a waste, man. Uh, how could I say? It, 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 I'm not gonna say it's a waste because some good did come from it. You know, I think I made some book sales out of there. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm not really like eating off of it, then it's just wait for people to, to, to approve. You know, like I know my stuff and what is what is worth, you know, so. Correct. Nah. So 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 let me apologize in advance for like, you know, you know, we having some connectivity issues, man. Also, this is a 21, 20, 2021 problem. So we understand that part. But Elizabeth, go ahead. You can answer the same question for me. Like, again, using Clubhouse to go ahead and push your products and push who you are, what you do. How you feel about the whole platform? 
I, I'll, I'll piggyback off of him and just say that um, if you're not really making the real money off of it and stuff, it's just kind of like a waste of time. Like I could be doing other stuff. As, as Justin knows, I have a lot going on. So I try to spend my time, you know, doing other stuff that's actually like want to build that up. At the end of the day, people getting followers, but if, if that's not your audience, it's not really going to take you anywhere. Eventually it's going to become stagnant. You can have hundred thousand followers with only five people buying your product what's the point um so it's kind of like that that's just my viewpoint on it and um i just think that yeah i think that it's becoming too you know when something first starts starting little people know about it now it's just becoming too much now the rooms are being locked you gotta pay to get in some rooms it's just it's just getting ridiculous at this point and yeah and it, i can meet if, if it's fate i'm gonna meet those people in the grocery store I'm going to meet those people on the sidewalk in the mall or I'm going to meet them on a different... So if it's fate, it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? So let me... So let so let now, if, if you don't mind, let's transition a little bit. Let's get a little bit more granular. Let, let's, get, let's get to the smoke, if you don't mind. And when I say smoke, one thing about one take, I don't do drama. Like, I'm not I'm not that guy. Like, I don't do the, you know, love and hip... Like, I mean, like, not shout to love and hip hop. That's a great, it's, it's a great platform. That's for them. This is for me. Right. For me, I like to have conversations that if somebody listens to this thing here, they're like, you know what? I'm a father and I'm going through these things. And I recognize that this man's story speaks to me. Now, let me give you mine. Let, let me give you it's, it's interesting because for the very first time on One Take No Chaser, I'll give a personal. I have children. I got, I, I, you know, and I also have an ex-wife. And there was a point in time where she and I were not seeing eye to eye as a, as a union, right? You my wife, I'm your husband. Full transparency, I ain't shit. And you need to make a decision and you made your decision and here we go. Now, I was fortunate, is fortunate in that in her anger with me, she was able to separate me and her versus her, me, and my children, and didn't put me through the ringer. Justin, I'm gonna make an assumption here is that you may have been put through the ringer. So I don't know if this is too, hold on, I'm, I'm, gonna, unmute, I'm gonna unmute you in a second, but like, just, just make sure, like when you, you know, walk me through, if you can, again, remember, you gotta sell, you gotta sell your product, brother. So I ain't asking you to give me the shit without people buying your book. You're gonna tell them where to find it at the end of the day, but walk me through, the process that you went through and why it is you felt like, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and write this. I'm gonna write this book because you talked about your daughter's safety and all that. So that I, I'm intrigued. So go ahead, brother, if you can. You gotta unmute yourself though. All right. Um. So yeah, I can say that I was I was put put through the ringer a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um. Definitely. You know. Um. And like I said, it's more coming from this series. You know what I'm saying? But for this this book, you know what I mean? Um. I feel like it's important because I feel like like a lot of men go through what I'm talking about. And for me to get, I'm going to get a little deep, you know, um, I thought, you know, for joint custody of my child, you know what I mean? You know, I had my daughter for, for two weeks. She would have it for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we split, you know, and, um, you know, things got, you know, like, like ugly, you know, for a point, you know what I mean? They, they got real ugly. I got taken, you know, to, uh, to court, you know, after I did my whole joint custody thing, I got taken to court for reasons I feel like weren't fair, you know what I mean? Like just 
like bullshit. You know what I mean? I feel like we don't have a voice in court. You know what I mean? Like we get laughed at as men in court when you go to, you know what I mean? Like we don't have a voice. And if I wouldn't have raised my voice in court, you know, things would have went a lot different. But I did find my voice in court. I'm not going to let you railroad me. But how many fathers out there don't? How many fathers out there get intimidated by going into a courtroom and standing in front of a judge and can't find their words? You understand? So me writing this book, like, yeah, I'm telling my story. But you never know how your story can inspire another person. You know what I'm saying? And how your story could give another person strength. You know what I'm saying? So I wrote it for me. Yes, it was therapeutic for me to write it. But I wrote this book with other men and women in, 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 uh, in mind. Because like I said, there are a lot of women that could, that could relate to this book too, you know, without getting too, too deep into it. But yes, I feel like I wasn't given like a, a, a proper decision for myself to make, you know what I mean? Like I was faced with like a, a fucked up decision to make, you know what I mean? And I didn't want that because all I want to do is be a father. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be this hard for me to be a father. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me ask you this question. So give me a moment, if you don't mind, right, yep. to, to lay this out, you know, for a second, because I, I think this is important. And Elizabeth, I'm going to come to you first when I, when I, when I say what I say, because this is, this, is, this is a thing. I'm 41 years old now. Um, if I make my mark and I get through, you know, you know, the Gregorian calendar and make it to my birthday, I'll be 42 this year, right? So again, you know, in my head, I'm I'm saying cook age. I, 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 in my head, I, I, I'm old school, old school. But you know what? In the calendar, I'm 41 years old, and if I make it here, I'll be 42 years old. I got this thing, Justin, about com, com, you know conversing about what's happened to me and who I've been around, and also taking a step back as a man and having a conversation about what she did or what she said or what you know what happened as a result but also my accountability in these conversations i'm gonna get to you i'm gonna get to you hold up because let me let me let me let me set this up and then i'm gonna let, i mean i i pass it to elizabeth but i'll pass it back to you and so for me i also am in the space now when i had to actually when i talk to my ex-wife now i'm in a whole different space of like yo, your animus, even if it's small, was about me, right? And about the shit that I did. My question becomes, and and, and I'm, I'm talking to Elizabeth just for this one, but Justin, I'm coming right back to you. I promise you, brother, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you out. Think about when somebody comes to you telling a story as a publisher and you have to ask them about their journey and who it is that they are and where it is that they've been and also their culpability in the conversation right because one thing about me is i could tell you all my ex's stories my exes they crazy they, they, yeah, yeah yeah all that hot shit, right they do this that, and the third but if you ask me what i did to um um um, um add to that fire or maybe aid them and who they were and who they became i find myself sometimes like you know what I gotta eat that one. So, and I'm, I'm Justin. I got you, brother. I know, cause I know. I see you chomping at the bit, brother. I got you. So hold that. Keep, keep it there. But Elizabeth, when you find yourself um, listening to people's tale, they passion, passionate. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what I was taught doing what I do for a living. Passion without strategy is dangerous because passion 
you know, what have people, you know, listen, these are motherfuckers who still in the Capitol without getting political and had no information or false information and felt strong enough to do what they did. And now they're like, whoa, he, he, he listen, Justin told me. And then Justin is like, I ain't say that shit. Fuck you talking. Right? I ain't say that. So Elizabeth, when you come across a story, right, as somebody who, who knows writing for a living, when you hear things, how do you vet the process? And Justin, I promise you, brother, I'm gonna reframe the question just for you so you can get your point off. I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna leave you hanging, but I don't do that. Go ahead, Elizabeth. So um you're asking how when I hear someone's story. How do you know? How do you know? Uh that's a, that's a very good question. Um, I like to, cause I'm a very personable person and I feel like I can call out, you know, I can kind of tell, it's always, you know, two sides of the story, his side, her side and the truth at the end of the day. I always know that, but at the same time, um, just me being personal with people, that's how I know. Long conversations, um, talking to them on a daily basis because eventually, you know, their true colors will show regardless. Um, so I just I just really just take a leap and have faith in people um, because I know that stuff does happen. Um, and also when it comes to like the man thing and uh, particularly like, you know, the dad thing and stuff, I, I'm the only girl of two brothers and one of my brothers is a father and he's been through some things. So I would say personal experience, just seeing certain things um from what some people some people tell me about certain things I do know some fathers and stuff so uh, I believe it and I've even had Justin talk to a couple of my friends that are fathers that have like their stories are crazy like the stuff that they be telling me you know I'm like you wouldn't believe it you really wouldn't believe it but it's true so it's like nothing's far-fetched in this world that's just the way that I look at it so I just take everything and believe it that's how I go <laughs> So Justin, let me go back to you, brother. Now let's now let's go back. Now, now this is man to man talking for a second. Now, here again, culpability, accountability, right? Let me ask you. I'm going to ask you two probing questions, two, and I'm going to leave it at that. What should you have seen that would have let you know you might have been here, or what did you ignore that you shouldn't have ignored? That lets you, like, you know, that you might have been like, damn, you know what? Had I paid more attention to this thing here, I wouldn't be in this spot. And mind you, it might be neither one. So go ahead, brother. Unmute yourself. Go ahead. Talk to me, man. Got to unmute, though. Okay. I'm going to say it's uh, it's actually neither one of those. You know what I'm saying? But I, 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 will, okay. say, I will say this. I feel your perspective. You know what I'm saying? About accountability. Accountability is a big thing with me. You know what I'm saying? So... Like I said, this is the first of a three book series. You know what I'm saying? So the second book is actually gonna be an accountability book because by no means am I perfect. I don't bro, I don't did some bullshit. Like a lot we of never, a lot we never are, brother. We never that's all right, we never I, are. I don't did like some some bullshit to cause myself a lot of like strife, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm 39, you got me about two years. So I've done I've done I've caused myself a lot of pain. You know what I'm saying? I have. You know what I'm saying? And this second book is going to be exactly that. You know, I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I could tell you what the title is. You know, it's going to be a father's plight volume two. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of like, you know how Star Wars got like a, each each Star Wars movie got a different title? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same type of book, but it's going to be a different title. All of this stuff is going to fall under the umbrella of fatherhood. 
But the second book is going to be a deeper look into us as men and the decisions that we make that can cause, you know, like that, that can really fuck things up in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. A French, you know what I'm saying? But absolutely. Hey yo, Justin, let me tell you something, brother. And this is this is it, this is genuine. Like one thing about me, bro, I don't know how to do fake too well. Like it, yeah. it, it don't work for me. Yeah. I'm gonna say this, man. As I'm listening to you talk, I'm being reflective. That I think the best gift you can give to men if they pick your book up. What, no, fuck that. When they yeah, pick when your they, book up, right? <laughs> or, when, no, no, when, when, uh, oh yeah, let's move it. High five me on that one. When they pick your book up is sometimes we have to A, grapple with the reality. There's a reality, right? At the end of the day, your reality is what it is. Whether you like it or lump it, don't matter. As my mother would say, like it or lump it. The second part of the conversation becomes the accountability part, right? And I think that for us, one of the hardest things to do is to really step back and be like, yo, like I'm thinking right now about some of the angst that I felt in relationships. And I'm like, damn, yo, why she acting like that? Why she did this? Why, you know, why, yada, yada, yada. And then when you take another step back, you're like, remember that one time she asked you, remember yada, yada. So I'm glad that step two is a real step yeah. into you. Like step into that, yo, and, 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 I, and I pray, and I pray that that volume two is as genuine and authentic <laughs> as the volume one is gonna be because the one thing that we don't, and again, this is just me talking. This is this is one take. This is not Justin. This is not Elizabeth. This is one take talking. The one thing that I have finally, finally, after all these years, gotten comfortable with is that yes. mirror can be put oh, in front of everybody. Put that face. shit in front of everybody's face, bro. Like, let me talk. Let me talk to you about me, and for the next young lady who has to love Justin. Right, somebody gonna pick Justin up if you ain't picked up already, and be like, "Listen, brother, you, you, you did it for me, and I'm here for you." They also gotta know, listen, young lady, this is the shit that you may gotta grapple with too. And so, when my father, so let me let me full circle this for a second. When my father found out who his pops was and who his pops was, remember again, there's the name. Uh-huh. My fa- your fa- my father's name is this, and also your father is this man according to the people who are going to give you what they're going to give you, you got to grapple with that shit and be like, damn, son, like, yo, okay, so how am I either that same man, how am I different, how am I better, how am I worse, whatever, but it all lands into some shit with somebody else, and this is the beauty of life, and people don't look at it like this, but I do. The beauty of life is somebody get a chance to tell you a story. Mm-hmm. Somebody get a chance past you, right? So you think about the autobiography of Malcolm X, which was written by Alex Haley, but you know, like, you know, Malcolm X sat with Alex Haley, you know, reluctantly and gave him his story. That shit lives on forever. But many people have interpreted and tried to understand who this man was past that shit. Like I told you who I am. And still people are like, hey, nah, this ain't who he was. This is who he really was. And so how do we reconcile ourselves on a daily basis, like for on a one take, on a one take exclusive, affectionate, that's not me. I'm not that guy. My father, and I, he would he would get mad at me because what my man don't like his secrets in the world. My father's not that guy. My father, guess what? My father didn't grow up with his pops. My father grew up with his mother, who passed away almost two months ago, a year ago today. 
my grandmother wasn't that woman. It's a, it, it is a cycle. We are who we are and we are who we produce. So thinking about your child, Justin, I'm going back to you and saying to you, like, after all this experience, the books, the this, you know, again, the truth, the this, that, and the third, now I'm going to forward face your, your child, your daughter, if I heard you correctly. Mm -hmm. How are you going to bring her into this conversation, into this world where she understands daddy got a story to tell and he's going to tell it, but daddy always loves his daughter and his daughter's always safe, no matter what the motherfucking court say. This is your court, brother. I'm going to tell you what. Like, that's not even a question because of who I am to her right now and every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, I, and I feel like my elders are guilty of that. Like, they used to do stuff to try to try to protect us and keep stuff from from us. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't do that with my children. Like, I lay it all on the line with them. I tell them the truth. When I fuck up, I'll tell them, daddy messed up. This is on me. You know what I'm saying? Not only am I teaching them like accountability, which is important. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a big word with me, accountability. Like I said, I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't hold nothing from my kid. When I mess up, you know what I'm saying? Like where I might've had a hard time when I was younger, like admit, admitting my faults and stuff like that. Like, I don't have no problem doing that now. Like I'm, when I mess up, I mess up. And the way that I am, the love that I show my children every day, you know what I'm saying? Nothing will ever be a question. You know, that, that that part of anything when it comes to me and my children would never, ever be questioned. You know what I'm saying? Because the proof is in the pudding. Say less. Elizabeth, let me go back to you for a second. For the people who think, you know what? I got a story to tell. I'm, I, listen, I'm, who the fuck is Elizabeth Roberts and telling me how I could go see her so she can put my book in the lights? Tell them, tell them, tell them, the, tell, give them, give them the three ingredients they need to need, they need to have in order to get themselves ready for, ready for this work. Um, the three ingredients that I had to say you need to have is hustle. That's, that's number one. You have to have hustle. And I always say this about Justin, he hustles hard. Like, like I always say, you would think like this is his day job as hard as, you know, he goes for his book. Like you have to have hustle. I've, I've put out uh, books and I've seen it done with multiple people where they don't even promote the book at all. They did all this to get the book out, never see it on a page, never try to sell the book. They don't push for it and uh, things don't happen for them because they didn't try. So I would That's say- That's just like the type that if I was at the barbershop getting a, first of all, I ain't Oh, he gonna mention his book. <laughs> if I'm at the barbershop, Jessica be like, yo, one take, yo, hey, yo, son, dot, 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 dot. Also, hey, yo, son, you paid 20 for this cut. <laughs> Pay ten for my book, brother. Yeah, and, that, and, yeah. That, so that so that hustle counts for some. So go ahead. That's yeah. step one, Elizabeth. That's step one. What's step two? Step two is <laughs> sorry. It's all right. <coughs> I got to laughing. Um, step two, I would have to say is just um, have all your ducks in a row. And what I mean by that is um, read over your book. Like, make sure the editing is up to par. Um. Make sure, you know, just simple stuff like grammar, uh, the storyline is good together. Um, that makes, you know, my job easier. And um, it just proves, you know, that you're a good writer um, at the end of the day. And I would have to say for number three, uh, personality and I'm trying to figure out how to put it. Once again, I'm a very, very, very personable person. It's, it's almost hard to believe it's not hard to believe that I run a business 
but you would think that I, if you listen to my conversations that I have with my clients, I don't treat them like clients in a sense. And I almost stopped viewing them that way. I don't view them that way anymore. It, it's hard to explain it, but we have to have a connection. Everybody that I work with, I have a connection with. It's very hard to um, like work with someone or believe in someone's vision where they may be like cold hearted, don't really talk to me. I'm a very like, we talk outside of books. Like me and Justin, like we talk about the book a lot, but also we talk about just everyday life things as well. Um, so I would have to say that's a huge thing. I talk to Shantae all the time. Uh, we talk about stuff. Like a lot of my clients, it's, it's, it's beyond that. And so that's definitely something that I look for in somebody because outside of the book, let's go to a movie now. Like I'm trying to build a relationship, not just let's put out this book and then not talk again, or you use me for my services and that's it. Like I'm trying to like, let's go to the next level. Let's, we're all trying to eat, you know what I'm saying? So you have to have that type of mentality uh, to work with me. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for it. Justin, so first of all, brother, I, I want to say something and again, Full transparency, because listen, one take don't lie. Like, and again, I hate third person of myself. That's a, that's really not my hey, thing. But good. like, I I, I I didn't know how to approach this episode. But passion is one thing that I believe in. I do, right? Like when people decide to plug up the microphone, people decide to put a finger on the keyboard, people decide to put their pen on a piece of paper. These are all things that are deeply personal, deeply mm -hmm. personal. And it's easy for us to walk through and be like, yo, Just, how you, son? I'm good, bro. Yo, one take, yo, bro, how you, son? I'm, I'm good, son. But there's really few, really few avenues for people to really sit down and be like, yo, son, I'm hurting, son. Yeah. I'm hurting. And so if your books are Father's Plight, and I know there's two parts more, uh, are, are, are you giving us the titles of the three, or are we, are we, are we, we not well, there I yet? Got, I, already got, I already got them all chosen, but I don't, I don't want to throw them out. Say less. Too. Say less. Just know. If you're gonna follow this man, listen to that man's first book, and he's gonna talk about you know what he is. You already heard what book two is about, and I think book two might be the one that everybody's really looking for because for the list for the ladies, because you know you know my lady listeners they pay attention, yeah. and they and they really all of us are men and women are trying to just yo know, it's like a Rubik's cube, bro. We all just want to know how we're gonna win this thing, and how we're gonna be able to like I got it. Look, all colors on all sides. And sometimes the collateral damage is relationships. Sometimes the collateral damage is uh, 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 fatherhood, motherhood, relationships, whatever. And I think ultimately, if we could do these things correctly, if you're successful in what you're doing, Justin, a father, not in our generation, because we already here now, we live this life. We, we doing what we did. It is what it is. But our sons, my sons, my sons who were 18, who if mm -hmm. I passed them your books or your series of books, you know, produced, produced and, you know, published by Elizabeth is getting where it needs to get. They may have an insight as to shit. You know what? Listen to my father talk. Listen to this man talk. Yo, I, young lady, I know you want me to lay down with you tonight. But before we do that, what's it look like? What are we going to do? How does it look? So, Josh, give me your last words, brother. That's the point. Like, just, you know, it's a lot of teaching moments in these books. You know, I know it's, it's a lot of teaching moments in this first book. And in that second book, like I said, it's going to be a deeper look into us as men. 
in our decisions sometimes that could cause us a whole lot of strife and pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of gems being dropped, man. Like gems that, that might not be picked up on right away. You know what I'm saying? It might take you like the second or third time to read it to really pick up the real message behind it. Or it might take you, you know, going through a situation like, damn, I'm not going to be able to do this this way. Like you just said, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to lay down with you, but what it look like? You know what I'm saying? Because like, like those are things that, that you have to think about, man, because you just don't know how you could disturb your own peace. You know what I'm saying? With the things that you decide to take on and the things that you don't. You understand? And the second book, like I love this first book, but the second book is going to be that. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like, like, it's going to be that. It's going to be some gems in there, man. Like some real gems for young men, old men alike. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we have to do, we got to think before we got to think with the right head, man. You understand? Let me say something, and that's how I'm gonna end this shit. Uh, like, like I, I actually like I thoroughly enjoyed this, and yeah. I, 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 no, I did, I did, and I also think to myself like, what would I say to the young lady? Because remember, three sides. We all agree. There's three sides of the story. Three sides of the story. My story. There's her story, and yet there's the collateral and the story that is our kids are going to be able to tell from this. Mm-hmm. As I'm listening to you talk, and as I'm talking, and as Elizabeth talked, and we doing these things, I appreciate my ex-wife yeah. for being who she was and who she is under the circumstances. Justin, if you had a chance, you may you may decide to yield on this one, but mm-hmm. If you could say something that will have her understanding where the fuck you at right now, pros aside, is it something you want to say? Or maybe it's in the third book. I don't know. So I don't want to. I, I don't want to kill. I don't listen. I ain't like trying to get in front of your business plan. I'm a. I'm a stand. I'm a stand down on that one. Say less. Say less. Say, I say, will say, say. I will say. It's more to come. You know what I'm saying. I will also say. Let me let me follow up with this last one then. To your daughter. What are you gonna tell her? Or what are you saying to her that's consistent that she's like, all right, daddy, I understand. That despite whatever I go through, whatever hand life is dealing me, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever hand life is dealing me to any of my, cause I'm going through something right now. You know what I'm saying? Father's Plight volume three, coming after two. You understand? Got it. Elizabeth. You know what I'm saying? I will just say like, you know, despite whatever hand life is dealing me, there's nothing that's gonna keep me away from y'all or out of your lives or me doing what the hell I'm supposed to do as your father. Absolutely. And that's what it's going to be. Elizabeth, where are we going to get these things here? <laughs> you said, <laughs> I'm sorry, say it again. Where are we going to get these things here? Because I, I, I need to know. <laughs> oh, like where, where can you find me? No, where, yes. So let's do this part. <laughs> where can they find you? Listen, there's somebody listening who's like, I, okay, I need a publisher, and, and and she might be the one. Where can they find you? Oh, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram at Ariet. That's A R A I T Justice Media Group LLC on Instagram. Do it again. Listen, Selena and Bond say they shit four times per commercial. Do it again. A R A I T J U S T I C E Media Group LLC. 
A-R-A-I-T-J-U-S-T-I-C-E Media Group, LLC. Yes, ma'am. And when they find you, how do they, how do they approach you? Um, you can shoot me a DM and just let me know um, what, what you're trying to do. Say, hey, I have a book out. Um, that's what most people do. And then uh, we'll have the conversation from there. Just say, hey, I have a book out. I'm interested. This is what my book is about. And then from there, um, I tell them the next steps as far as emailing me over um, my requirements as far as looking through um, a manuscript. Absolutely. Thank you, good sister. You're Justin, welcome. last words, brother. All right, now I'm gonna give up, I'm gonna give up my Instagram. Um, Do it. It's uh, I underscore am underscore Bernard Jacks. That's B E R N A R D J A X. Again, I underscore am underscore Bernard Jacks. I underscore am underscore Bernard Jacks. And I'm gonna spell it out this time. I underscore A-M underscore B-E-R-N-A-R-D J-A-X That's my Instagram. Follow. Brother, young lady, I appreciate y'all and I, I wish you, brother, first things first, most importantly, less about an episode, more about the human capital, right? I think people don't think human capital often, but they probably should. I wish you well. Thank you. I hope everything works out for you. Elizabeth, I wish you well. Hope everything works out for you. Same to you. Uh, For my sons. For my sons. I wish y'all well. I hope everything works out for y'all and we all get to these things and we can all circle back around and make sure these things go good. For all the people listening, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Again, bonus episode where we did this thing. Um, And yo, this is One Take No Chaser. Again, we don't, we don't, we don't bullshit. We don't edit. It is what it is. We said what we said, and y'all go ahead and y'all be good with this Thank thing. So y'all so be good much. next time, y'all. Oh, listen. Oh, 